If you're a fan of pasta, we've got a great offer for you. Pasta evangelists make delicious, fresh, handcrafted Italian pasta dishes and deliver them straight to your door. You get sent everything you need to prepare your meal in just five minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 10 delicious dishes with vegetarian and gluten-free options. You can have regular deliveries or just order once. They get rave reviews as well, with Times food critic Giles Corrin calling their food mind-blowingly delicious. You can try Pasta Evangelist's pasta yourself and get a handcrafted pasta meal for two for just £4 with our special discount code. So go to pastaevangelists.com and put in the code BRUMRADIO for £10 off your first order. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Hi everybody, I hope you had a nice Easter. I tried to have a proper Easter break and I hope you did too. And it's all to do with Paul saying, come on, have a pig in break. And it does make a difference. Honestly, it does. We can't just have every day the same. Oh God, it's like you're in pig in prison. And I feel sorry for people who are in prison. Maybe they have an Easter and all, I don't know. Let me know if you know. So the weather's been gorgeous and I had an Easter parade because I was thinking what can we all do at home that we could just share so I was thinking where people make Easter bonnets and then we just get, get, get a picture I had hundreds of them it was really lovely and I don't know whether you've been watching me on Facebook but I've, I've got a friend I've got a friend a pheasant I'm going to get him now just get one second Paul and get not the pheasant, pheasant. oh yeah. no what do you mean oh no you're not frightened of the pheasant I'm, I'm worried he's going to replace me on this podcast to be honest he, he's, he's, te- he's, te- he's technologically rubbish this is what the pheasant can do there you are That's hello pheasant hello Paul <laughs> Hello, anything else what do you want to say to it go on then speak to the pheasant straight did to the, the pheasant did the pheasant have an Easter bonnet yeah Oh, I didn't see the pheasants one. I have to look. Why didn't you see it? I saw them. I saw quite a lot of them. I was impressed by the amount of Easter bonnets. Sorry, pheasant. I just missed to miss yours in the deluge. Had a, had a red red flower on his head, didn't you? <laughs> I put it there. Yeah, I put the red feather. It was all right. Wasn't it? It, the, what, what, what the pheasant is saying, it hurt a bit because it was on a pin. I pin it in his head, didn't it? It's all right now, isn't it? Sort of, yeah. This is how I get woken up every morning by pheasants or ducks or something going over. (laughs) Do you? Where do you live? Just in Digbeth, but there seems to be a lot more ducks around and a lot more birds. (gasps) It's wildlife coming back. Listen, I'm going to be talking to Kiri Pritchard and I'm going to give her my news. I saw a deer in King's Heath. Now, I don't know whether you know I'm twinned with Stockport, landed the viaduct to the Mighty Pyramid, uh, Greater Manchester, where I first met Kiri, actually. And... King's Eve, Birmingham, twinned with those two places. And on Sunday, I was going for a walk and I saw a deer. All nature's coming back. And if you're listening out now, I'll ask Kiri Pritchard when I talk to her. I'm talk to her in a minute but about nature. She's noticed anything different. And you're saying, Paul, you've, you've heard more ducks and pheasants and things like that coming over your house. Yes, at 5 and 6 a.m., so I'm not that happy about it. But, yeah, it's nice to be woken up in such a way, I suppose. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> um, just put the word out now, anybody listening. Have you noticed nature coming back? I do think it's, it's oh, I don't know, it's all yin and yang, fen and shui, start skiing up, what's going on. You couldn't make it up every day. is different, isn't it? So I did the Easter parade in my Easter bonnet with all mm-hmm, upon it, did all that. 
and it was really lovely and lots of people got involved so just need to think of something else I'm going to look through the diary Paul and see what's coming up any moments of you've got to get a shape to things well, when's I, the next day of any importance the big, the big news before this happened was that May Day was moved from a Monday to a Friday when is so May Day? it was because of May Day is big day moved it to coincide with the celebrations of i think ve day but basically the end of the war right. and so it was going to be on a friday bank holiday friday in may so i think the eighth is no, it the first is and it? it's the first well no i think it's the week after oh yeah it's friday the eighth early spring yeah, may day holiday well when should depending we depending on what calendar you got there that when you got the calendar got a red one does it say bank holidays on Monday or Friday? Because a lot of calendars were printed before they decided on this. It says, this it is, says Monday, early spring, May yeah. Day holiday, UK. It's, it's actually moved to the Friday. Well, I'm going to do it on the Monday, bank holiday Monday. So we'll do a celebration then. What do people usually do for May Day? <laughs> I don't know. I have to Google this for the next podcast. All right, we'll look into that. It's a workers' day, isn't it? So we'll do that. So... Things like that may day be the next thing we do something for. I'll find out what people used to do for it. So I'm very pleased to be saying that in a minute, and I'm hoping she'll be able to do the technicals behind it because she does her own podcast and everything. She's very, very adept. The great Kiri. Now, she isn't just called Kiri Pritchard. What's her middle name? McLean. Oh, is it Kerry Pritchard McLean? I just know it's Kerry, really. Very nice girl. Met her on the, you know, comedy circuit. Always had a lot of time for her. Um, always knew she'd go far because she's very, very good, you know. But very, very nice in the dressing room, which is what you want out of somebody. Pleasant with you in the dressing room. So I'm hoping in a minute we can get her, see how she's going on. Is she coming through? Is Kiri here, yeah? Yes, I am Kiri. Kiri, I'm going to ask you a question now, love. Yep. I'm going to ask you... <laughs> okay, good. How are you? I'm great. Considering everything that's going on, I'm very good. How are you? Well, I, yeah, I'm up and down, Kiri. Sometimes I like it, other times I don't. I saw a deer in our road yesterday. What? That's amazing. Yeah, I know, in the middle of Birmingham. Is, oh, my gosh, if that was a film, it would be an incredibly poignant moment. You know, when there's a deer, you always know something big's happening. Right, well, we didn't really, wasn't anything big. What, the, what was the big? Was we saw a deer? <laughs> yeah, that was big. <laughs> Have you had any uh, encounters with nature that you wouldn't normally have had? Well, I'm really lucky. Uh, I'm in the countryside in Wales where I'm from, so I'm really lucky. I'm surrounded. The the local town to us, which is Bangor, has had peacocks walking down the high street. Oh. And then a couple of towns away in Llandidno, they had mountain goats have just taken over the town because there's no people. <laughs> so I think nature's like truly taking back uh, North Wales, and it's lovely to see. What do you make of it? Why is it happening so quickly, do you think? Um, with the nature, well, it just shows, doesn't it, I, that we get in the way of an awful lot of stuff that will be happening naturally. <laughs> so mm. when we're for to slow down in a situation like this it just shows you that nature's like oh great finally the high street's clear I can cut through there to get to wherever a peacock has to go and <laughs> so I, I think it's just showing us what what a bad influence we are on our surroundings really do you know the longer it goes on Kerry the, the more I'm thinking do we want to go back to how it was I feel like that as well I feel like I'm well you'll know this when you love your job mm. it's quite hard to take time off because also being a freelancer you say yes to everything um, mm. but 
when you love your job it's hard not to say yes as well and being forced to not work and to slow down has been so good for me and so good for although it's very stressful out there and very scary so good for my brain and my creativity and I've actually just really enjoyed having time especially because it's spring in mm. in nature and really taking time and, and walking you know because everyone's going for their our walk a day you're forced to sort of engage with your nature and surroundings and it's been so good part of me hopes that we learn something from this and we don't just go back to how we were yeah are you eating different food Kerry are you going back to eating the food you when you were a kid oh well we we're trying to um, designate different days so on Wednesdays we do a barbecue on Sundays mm-hmm. we have a roast and mm-hmm. when we're feeling low because uh, I'm here with my brother and my partner we have a kiddie tea so you have like beans and like potatoes in the shape of something else. And, you know, like I'm a vegan, so I don't eat meat. But, you know, the equivalent of turkey dinosaurs, what we call a kiddie tea, because sometimes you just need one to pick you up. I agree with you. I found myself very interested in processed peas. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a processed pea. Are those the ones in a can? Yeah, absolutely. And they're quite sweet. Oh, they're minty. Oh, really? Oh, there mm. we go. I know this is so like this is such a boring conversation so I apologize now but I'll tell you what a bag of frozen peas you can throw a handful of them in everything and it feels like right I'm getting one of my fruit and veggie day for free that one because I don't even know I'm eating it I absolutely love it I like it it's not boring all we are saying is give peas a chance <laughs> Laughing's good. Kiri, are you enjoying laughing? Yeah, that's all that... um, You might find this, that that is something I didn't realise I would miss so quickly Mm -hmm. and so much is being with an audience and hearing Mm -hmm. laughter. I think I've accidentally got absolutely hooked on it. Um, So having it taken away from me, I thought I'd be like, great, loads of time off. But the thing that I'm struggling with is actually not being in front of audiences. And I'm, Mm -hmm. like I say, I'm with my fella and my brother and they make me laugh every day. But it's not the same as um, people who've paid to see you, is it? (laughs) No, that's right. This is a special relationship. (laughs) (laughs) The oldest game in the world. (laughs) But I, I miss performing as well. You, you don't. You, you kind of thought when you're up doing it. Oh, I'm fed up of travelling the country. I just, you know, I want to be in on a Friday and a Saturday. And it is nice, but you miss it, don't you, love? So much. And also, I think sometimes I've had. Well, I've cause I've come up through the similar rooms to you. I think I've come up through the clubs and sometimes you do it and you're like god comedy would be great if it wasn't for audiences <laughs> you know you yeah. play some rooms and you're like god I'd much rather have just done that to myself than you guys and now <laughs> I have such a like a, a much deeper appreciation for how brilliant audiences are and how fantastic the relationship between audiences and performers are and you know that there's there's nothing that can replace that the rapport that you can have like with a group of people it's just amazing ah that's live entertainment and it's so special isn't it can I ask you though because there's a lot of stuff going on Kiri you know online and I know you're doing a show online it's going very well you're finding out a way of doing that are you that makes it feel more interactive with people a very interesting interaction and now you're managing to get that going well because a lot of the other gigs are you know where you're just doing it straight down your webcam and it does lose Mm. something slightly in translation because the whole point of um you know you'd watch a dvd if you wanted that but um the whole point of our gig we tried to make it feel live 
So we mm-hmm. have, um, uh, we can talk to our audience. So it's like two quid to come to the gig or they can pay a bit more and have like a front row seat, which means that we, uh, the performers can chat to them. So you just say, right, let's have a chat to someone. And ah. suddenly there appear on your screen. It's like, um, do you remember Noel's house party? Where they yes. To someone's house? It's like that. Um, and it's absolutely amazing because you just, I realised as soon as we did the first one that chatting to people and finding out about their lives is actually a part of comparing and hosting that I loved. I really oh, loved Of course, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's the compare's job in a club. Oh, I'm so mm. pleased that what you're doing is recreating that live experience. Brilliant. It's important to us. And also some really beautiful moments have come out of it. Mm. Like last um, last week we had Mark Watson on and he was chatting to a couple um, who it turned out they were both doctors in the NHS and one of them was on the coronavirus ward. It was an incredible moment because he was talking about, you know, the clapping on Thursdays and he said, how do you feel about it? And uh, the doctor who's in the coronavirus ward, um, a lady called Mel, was like, do you know what? We've been bashed so much in the Daily Mail and attacked and doctors have been the problem with anything. It's actually, it's not an empty gesture to have people clapping for you and appreciating what you're doing. And she was like, you know, it makes everything a little bit nicer. And it was so beautiful to hear that Mm. because... You know, you sort of see statistics in the paper or on Twitter or whatever, but you don't really, unless you've got someone very close to you who's working in those situations, you don't know how they feel about anything. So to have that conversation, you know, while 3,000 people are watching was absolutely amazing. And that's the beauty, isn't it? That's the beauty of live stuff. These things happen like magic out of nowhere. It is, it's irreplaceable, really. It's absolutely lovely. I'm very pleased. The magic is exactly right because um, that's why you can never get past live entertainment because the whole point is that set of people in that room, in that mood, at that time of day with that performer will never happen again. So anything that happens in that room at that night is completely unique. So that's Mm -hmm. why when you do your stand-up straight down the web camera – that you could do that any day of the week you know you could just reel off your set but when you're talking to people you create these moments and that's what's so special about live comedy is creating moments with people it makes a connection and it's so so great managing to do that oh I'm so pleased because it's a great art form really isn't it it's beautiful yeah and it's so I am well, like you, Barbara, like, in fact, see, seeing um, acts like you is, is what sort of inspired me that I was like, you know, I'm standing on stage, I'm doing shows for an hour, and I'm talking, I might as well say something, because yeah. without lecturing to people as well, you can, I think there's, um, rather than telling people what to think, I think comedy is like holding someone by the hand and walking alongside them and, and, and just chatting to them about the world. I think it's a much yeah. softer, kinder way to talk about a v- viewpoint or something complicated or difficult you want to talk about. Comedy is beautiful for making that an easy conversation. I've always thought it was a lovely thing. And like times like this, there's so much going on. I've been talking to, I do a bit of um, teaching of comedy with um, people in the community and we've got back together again. I was talking to this woman called Sue and we're all saying, what have you been doing? And she was talking me through a day. So she says, it's just interesting what people are doing, isn't it? So her husband's getting up five o'clock in the morning, going up to the attic and doing three hours of um, stamp collecting. Then they meet at eight o'clock. I know you could make it up. They have some breakfast. They watch an episode of Law and Order. <laughs> then they split up for a bit. She does some craft. He does some more stamp collecting. They meet for lunch. 
Then they watch another episode of Law and Order. Then they split up. She does some jigsawing. She makes the tea. They meet again, talk. Then he goes to bed at six o'clock. You couldn't make it up. Love what's going on in their house. <laughs> it's um, it, that's a real sort of um, military regime, but also. It it's a really good way of because suddenly lots of couples who have very independent lives and busy work lives are thrust into the same eight rooms with each other if that yeah so I think it's actually a good idea to sort of schedule in some together time law and order but also some stamp <laughs> collecting time so you can do your own thing and be your own person I think I think she's got it nailed it's lovely how are you managing then so there's your brother and your partner is is it just you three there yeah, just us three, yeah, but we're really lucky. So um, I'm from uh, the countryside in Wales, so we went back to our family farm. So we've got loads of space, and on a farm mm. there's always something to do. Um, so I'm trying to do, like, one work job a day, one inside job a day on the house, mm. so, you know, whether it's, mm. like, cleaning the mirrors or whatever, uh, and yeah. one outside job, so maybe something in the garden or something on the land that needs fixing or, you know, building. Mm. So it's just a way of making sure I feel like I'm achieving something. But also that inside job, like I say, can be just hoovering a carpet and I still feel like I've achieved something, which is a, uh, important for my mental health. But also I am quite lazy. So it's sort of blazing <laughs> to both sides of it, really. <laughs> we all need a bit of routine and it sounds lovely. And it, what a lovely time. If, if you're going to have a pandemic, always make it the spring, don't you think? Oh. Because it's uplifting. It's, I absolutely love, I, I'd always suspected that spring was my favourite mm. um, season, but it's absolutely amazing. I, I love it so much and it's so green and every day it changes, different colours suddenly appear. Oh my gosh, I, I love it. And these walks, because we're really lucky we can walk around our land and the farm backs onto a nature reserve. So we can walk for hours and hours and hours and not see anyone or bother anyone. And it's so, we're really lucky. We're very, very lucky. So you, because you do you usually live in London, Kerry? No, Ma Manchester. Manchester. Of course you do. Well, I'm glad you stayed there. I don't so, think you should right have to live in London to do No, we are like just that. thinking, no, I begin agree with you. And and also there are a lot of people had to leave London because a lot, a lot of people are poorly in London, love, aren't they? Yeah very difficult and also I think it, it sort of reminds you of times in history so my friends even the ones who are doing very well they're not living in you know huge gated mansions they're, they're flat yeah. sharing still or they're in mm. you know accommodation that's damp because they've got a dodgy landlord mm. and they're the people who get because there's so many people there and then the environment isn't great they get sicker quickly it's, it's just I very know. sad Aww. It's like the artist in the garret. I was reading The Happy Prince. Do you know The Happy Prince by Oscar Wilde? Oh, yes, yes, I do, yes. Well, that's a lovely story, and that's about the, the statue, the prince looking over the city. And when you read these stories now that have been going a long time, in this particular time, you think, oh, everything may connects up. Mm -hmm. And the prince is looking around the city and he's saying, oh, there's a poor artist there and he's coughing and stuff. Pluck out the ruby from my eyes and take it. And it's all that stuff still going on. And I'm reading Winnie the Pooh as well, and there's a lot of truth in that for now. Oh, I love Winnie the Pooh. That's what I grew it's up brilliant. I, I taught myself to read, um, reading. Is it is it when we were young, the, the poems? Yeah. Um, that yeah, that's why I just sat in a room going over and over and over it until I could read it. And yeah, so Winnie Pooh is a very, um, very what's the right word? A very affectionate place in my heart. 
we'll have a little look at it because it's nice because some days piglet's on his own thinking what will he do you know and then it's always something happens (laughs) the day always brings an adventure whether you're on your own or not right now i'm gonna say taratia enjoy that weather i will do yeah oh i'll tell you what with a, a strong wind and a good a good sun, I'm getting two wash loads a day, maybe three. <laughs> on your line? Yeah, out on the line, absolutely, where it should be. I'm loving it. Aww. It's great. Anything else you think you're really loving that perhaps you wouldn't be doing if the situation was different, love? Well, honestly, I don't see my boyfriend very much, usually. Mm. Um, I maybe see him, I don't know four days a month because it's been so busy for the past few years really and now this wonderful man I fell in love with I'm getting to spend so much time with and I think it's very sad what's happening but it's reminded me to be grateful of how lucky I am to have someone like him in my life really yeah it's an ill wind that doesn't blow somebody some good Kerry oh that's a lovely phrase and I like the fact your brother's there and all I think it's lovely yeah, it's great. We've got a nice little family unit going, especially with, you know, Barbecue Wednesdays. Yeah. Oh. What day is it today, Kerry? I lose picking track, do you? It's Tuesday today, just off the back of the bank holiday, isn't it? So Yeah, what will we have only... for your tea? Oh, what are we going to have? Oh, uh, do you know what? Um, vegan carbonara. We make it with cashew nuts. Very nice. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> just think on a tin of processed peas. <laughs> <laughs> Next time someone ventures out to do the shop, I'm going to ask them to buy some and I'm going to try it and I'm going to tweet you about my, uh, my food All review right. of it. Thank you, love. <laughs> Thanks. Look after yourself, darling. You. Speak nice to, to you. talk to you, cock. Bye-bye, Bye. Kiri. Bye, love. Bye. Kiri Pritchard McLean from lovely Wales. I adore Wales. And the pheasant love that one. The pheasant absolutely love that one, Paul. Memories of Wales. Loves Wales. McCunthlet Comedy Festival, that's been cancelled, but you love that, don't you? Yes, I do. Right, okay. Now then, I love that conversation. It was really nice. I like the idea of a with a boyfriend and with a brother. There's some nice setups going on, isn't there? I think what people did was if we're gonna spend some time, I'm leaving where I'm living and I'm going there. I think a lot of that went on. So if you've shifted when you thought when you when it was allowed, you know, when people could shift, I'd be interested to know from you. So how are you, Paul? Are you glad you are you stopping with your girlfriend? Yes. Yes, we had a lovely week, Easter weekend and uh, made sure you had one, as you keep saying. So it was nice, nice and relaxed, nothing to do. Right, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, we mainly watched that Chris Tarrant, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire thing. That's what the was big, it? That, I know. Oh, about the, uh, the coughing major. It was on last night. So it's, it's stripped all this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I think. About the major who did a cough and uh, stole a million pounds. Well, these days he wouldn't be in just trouble for that. They'd have him in. They'd think he was poorly. Things have changed. We look at everything through a new lens, don't we? Now, it wouldn't be called the coffee major, it would be called the COVID major now. I don't mean to, I'm not making light of anything. <laughs> got to have a laugh, that's what, the, that's what That's what the first one said. You've got to have a pig in laugh. <laughs> so the laugh sounds just like everything. <laughs> Let say Tell a joke and see if the pheasant laughs at it. Go on, Paul. Don't feel under pressure, though. Um, yeah, what do you call, what's brown... And six foot high. <laughs> you don't know, it's a poo on stilts. Yeah, that was a ha. That was it, ha ha. After what, what Kiri was saying about the, it's good news to hear that people in the NHS love the clapping. But 
isn't it, would it be worthwhile that comedians are missing out on laughter? So we'd have like a minute's laughter one night a week so the comedians oh. could join in. I think that's very good. Do you think we'd have the same say <laughs> sort of on a Friday night, go <laughs> yeah. out and laugh at the comedians? Yeah. We could see yeah. what happens. That could be our, our campaign. Let's start that. Just me and you laughing on a Friday night. There's <laughs> lots of, lot of neighbours bloody complaining. I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like all these poison pen letters that have been written to people. I saw you out for more than one walk. I don't like that. Part. Really? Mm. Oh, I've not heard this. Oh dear. I don't like. So we're all turning into spies, like it's communist Russia or something in the sixties. I don't like it. I don't know what you're talking about there, but I think just let live and let live. And and the and the pheasant agrees. All right, love, live and let live. Look after yourself. Keep laughing. Very good for you. Very nice talking to Kerry. Once she lovely. Yeah. Smash it. All right, love. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.